Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome to the Dream Team. I appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe and follow on Anchor, on iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, or Pocket Cast. Whichever one works for you. If you need to find out more info about me, you can do so at richardtaylorjr.com. Listen, I want to go ahead and jump straight into this subject matter today. For today's podcast on March 12th, I think this is very important. Something that many of us can relate to. Some of us might be going through it right now. I mean, I think it's something that it needs to be said. And I think we need to kind of start to create a culture where we can remind um, ourselves and those around us of this, right? Today, I'm actually pulling from my third book, Love Between My Scars, with this topic of image, right? Image issues is something that many of us struggle with, right? And I'm going to kind of break this down um, by kind of giving you a piece of me first before I jump into the points that I want to give you in some of our areas of struggle. For me, image issues in the third book, um, I talk about how growing up as an overweight kid um, and being picked on and bullied really led to a lot of struggles for me early on. Um, it, it led me to not really loving myself, but more so critiquing myself, criticizing myself. And then ultimately, after a certain point in time of being bullied, hating myself. Um, for many of us, um, we find ourselves in some very unfortunate situations where we don't necessarily look at our image as the best because of what's been presented to us um, from our peers, from people around us, from what we see nowadays via the media, via social media. And I think just on an everyday um, day to day life type of um, circumstance. Right. And so for me, one of my biggest struggles when it came to image was this idea that I had to make myself look like everyone else in order for me to be accepted. Or I at least to a degree had to be better than what I was currently at um, when it came to my appearance, when it came to my weight. Man, look, and even as a kid, I mean, for those of us whose parents grew up in a frugal space and maybe they didn't um, purchase all of the the latest name brand items, or maybe they couldn't afford them, right? Um, for those of us in that space, it was very easy to be talked about. It was very easy to be picked on. Um, and I think, you know, when we have those type of instances take place, it's very easy to fall into this um, false mindset that we have to have some type of status. We have to have some type of something in order to be considered cool. Um, but the crazy part is, is that for many of us, it doesn't even just stick as a child. I think a lot of times as the seed is sown and as we continue to grow, so many of us search and, and we try and find, um, you know, that acceptance and validation now when it comes to our day to day lives, even in adulthood, um, trying to prove something right, trying to have what we've been told is the perfect image. Right. And what are some of these areas that we struggle in? when it comes to image, right? We talk about weight, right? I think that's one of the clear ones. It's it's one of the most visible ones. For some of us, it's height, right? Now, now some ladies, I've heard women talk about being too tall, but I know some brothers that are sitting at a solid 4'11", and they have been rejected and turned away by by women that they admired because they were so short, right? And they look, man, shout out to all my short brothers real quick. We just gonna show them some love real quick. 
Because ladies, I get a lot of women, they out here on that 666 ride. Richard, Richard, what are you talking about? Listen, six figures, a six pack, and six feet tall. Listen, ladies, every man is not going to be six feet. We need to love these short brothers the same way that we love the ones that are average height and above. Fellas, it's the same way. When we talk about the height of our women, listen, she might can dunk on you, but that's okay. You love her nonetheless, okay? Listen, I'm sorry. I had to put a little lighthearted moment in there. We talk about height. We talk about skin color, right? This whole idea of colorism, too light, too dark, not enough, right? Um, how we sound. I remember... Um, during my time in grammar school being picked on because I sound white. Now, of course, sounding white isn't a real thing. You just sound educated. You sound like you know how to articulate. You sound like you know how to enunciate and pronounce your words. That is not sounding white. Now, I get it for some of us who have grown up in some of the more uh, rural, uh, well, I guess, yeah, for some of us who've grown up in certain cultures, it's very easy for us to code switch. Well, we do need to sound a certain way. However, what I'm saying is, is we've got to dispel this myth of, oh, you sound white. No, you just, you're, you are who you are. You're an articulate being. You're a person who, who, who knows how to talk and that's okay. Right. But it, amazingly enough, this is something that people can actually take a jab at. This is something that people will take a stab at and try and um, clown you about and make you feel less than. When we talk about status, right, from a standpoint of finance, right, and we're going to flip the script a little bit, right? We're going to talk about education, experience. Some people literally feel like in order for them to be someone in this world, finances are everything. Education is everything. Experience is everything. And truthfully, I think sometimes we become so driven off of the things that we've been told will make us a certain person or will make us look a certain way. And we don't realize that a lot of times what we're chasing are, are things that are for the moment. They're temporary. They won't last, right? Um, our backgrounds, right? We all come from a different walk of life. We've all had some type of experience, some more traumatic than others that has led us to maybe the wrong decisions, or maybe it wasn't us. Maybe it's the sins of the father, right? Maybe it's the, the, the mistakes and the decisions that our parents and grandparents made or relatives made. And now we're walking around with this monkey on our back um, and we've got to, you know, kind of face people when it comes to the judgment that that comes from the fact that you are connected to something that might not necessarily wear the greatest stamp or label right um our differences right we we can we can struggle with image issues when it comes to our differences what we believe what we think all of these things are important right and and i think that we've got to be able to understand that and i want to just take the time right now to let you know that each one of these, as it relates to your struggle or where you might have struggled in times past or where you might be struggling now, maybe it's someone you know, all of these areas of struggle when it comes to image issues are very valid. I don't want to take away from any of them. I know we kind of had our little laugh, but I don't want to take away from the fact that these are all valid struggles. These are all valid issues when it comes to us facing them and sometimes not necessarily knowing how to cope with them because they are things that we can't necessarily change. These issues are valid. However, guys, with today's message, I really want to encourage you all with three simple words that are, you are enough. I'm going to repeat that one more time for you. You are enough. People might have talked about you. 
they've dogged you out. They've told you that you are not worthy. Look, I, I know how it felt when it when it came down to me being an outcast and actually being bullied by my classmates to a point where like I was humiliated, right? Like in sixth grade in the boys' bathroom. Like I remember those moments where I was attacked verbally or sometimes physically because I was very easy to pick on at the time. And this is many of us, right? We go and we live our day-to-day -day lives, whether in high school, college, grade school, even us. And look, as adults, we I think that the culture of it is even crazier in adulthood. We see it more and more, right? These are all learned behaviors. So when we talk about kids seeing this and doing this, understand that they've learned it from somewhere. And so even in our adult life, right, one of the things that we've got to understand is that image issues and issues when it comes to how we look, sound, what, you know, who we are as people, whatever it might be, um, these are very valid issues. And I don't want to take away from that, but I, I want to let you all know today that you are enough. The way that you were created is perfect. There might be things that you want to change and that's okay, but I don't want you to think that you were created on accident. Or sometimes I've heard people say, oh, God made a mistake when he made me because he made me with this particular flaw or he made me with this particular issue and now I am not enough um, or I'm not as pretty as as the girls over here or I'm not as attractive as the guys over here or my body doesn't look this particular way my my you know the way I think the way I sound how I grew up some of the opportunities that I've been afforded listen you are enough the way that you are I don't care what predicament you might find yourself in right now I want you all to understand that you are perfect the way that you are and in the way that you are there is so much beauty there is so much strength courage and boldness but most importantly, there is so much life that you have to offer in this space. So when others try and make you feel like you are less than, I've got a few points that I want to give you all in order to start combating the thought process that leads to the image issues. And what do I mean by the thought process? Truthfully, guys, we don't know that an issue is an issue until we're told whether by someone else or whether it's something that we think of on our own, right? It literally sparks and starts from a thought before it ever becomes an issue to us visually, something has to either be spread in our ears or something has to be seen and then spread in our ears that causes us to start looking at ourselves in a different light. So I want to give you four quick points and then we are going to go ahead and be done with this topic. And my prayer is that you all continue to come back to this or take some time for you to start, look, finding your identity and seeing the beauty within yourself. My first point for you all is, is look, you've got to be able to cut off the invitation to negative actions, negative talk, negative thought, and expectations that are linked to your heart from the mouths of others, but most importantly, from you. You've got to be able to cut off the invitation of negativity, right, from actions and expectations that link to your heart from the words, the, the actions and the thoughts of others. And then most importantly, what you put on yourself. You can no longer open this doorway to to you. You got to start testing the lies. And I'm going to actually do a separate podcast on that. But in my third book, Love Between My Scars, I talked about that. 
I have a chapter in there called True Lies. And I talked in this True Lies chapter of being able to start finding the truth of myself by being able to dissect the lies that I had been told for so long. So for me, after my final suicide attempt, I found myself in a space of uncertainty. I realized I had no identity. I didn't know who I was. And I truthfully didn't know what I was doing. And during these points, guys, one of the things that I had to start doing was taking every negative thing that was said to me, everything that I could remember, every negative traumatic situation, every negative word, and I had to start testing that lie to see if there was any truth in it whatsoever. And one of the things that I found out during this time was that I had become gullible and I basically believed whatever it was. And this is why, and many of us go through this, I was seeking validation and acceptance. And because I didn't get it, I basically leaned on to the first thing that gave me some sign of, of, of identity, some sign of this is what I can attach myself to for the moment. One of the things that we've got to understand is that while we seek validation and while we seek acceptance from others in a positive light, it does not mean that you cannot find yourself taking on negativity in those spaces when positive light that you're seeking or positive affirmation that you're seeking isn't there. When we become so desperate, and I said this, I think on a, a previous podcast, right? When we become so desperate and susceptible, we open the doorway and we leave invitation to things that shouldn't be. You can allow your desperation sometimes to lead you into a space of degradation. You degrade yourself, you degrade your values and your morals, and you allow nonsense to become your identity. So you've got to be able to cut off the invitation to the negativity. You've got to start testing the lie and finding the truth of yourself that are total opposite of what people have said to you, what they've done to you, what they've tried to make you feel about yourself. You've got to start testing the lie and start finding the truth to who you are. My next point for you all, release. You've got to be able to literally release the negativity, the lies, and the expectation. After you test the lie, you've now got to release it. After you test this nonsense and you understand that even though it had caused you to make some bad decisions, none of it was true about you. The things that have been done to you, the things that have been said, this is not your truth. And because it's not your truth, you don't need to hold on to it anymore. So guys, I need you all to understand that you must release the lies. You must release the negativity, release the expectations, release the idea that that person is going to come back and and apologize to you. Yes, I'm telling you to even release the apology, embrace forgiveness, not just for the other person, but more so for you. You will find yourself walking in a greater space of freedom when you can forgive somebody for your own sake and your own sanity. Otherwise, you allow them to continue to have control over you. And this is not your call or purpose in life. After you release, it is time to reconstruct. This is my third point. Your mind, look, you got to reconstruct your mind to see um, you the way that God sees you, right? You've got you've to literally reconstruct your mind to see your life, to see your future, to see every plan, right? Everybody's been talking about God's plan lately, right? 
You have got to reconstruct your mind to start seeing things in a God's plan type of light, right? In a in a in a way of 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 positivity, a way of truth, a way of love, of joy, of peace, of hope. These are the things that your life is meant to be. Not the negativity, not the depression, not the sadness, not the anxiety or the fear of others, of words, of circumstances. Guys, you were literally called to be um, a bright light in what can sometimes and a lot of times be a very dark world. So you've got to be able, after you release the lie, to start reconstructing your mind and changing your perspective to see, look, come on, let the, let the pessimist, pessimistic ways of thinking go. Let that pessimistic past go and start thinking opportunity and, and optimism. These two things right here, right, will allow your perspective to shift and you can see light in a different form. You can see light excuse me, in a different form. And then my final point for you, after you release, after you reconstruct, it is time for you to rededicate your time and effort to overloving yourself and getting comfortable in doing so. Many times when we struggle with image issues of any magnitude, it is very easy for us to fall into the scope of self-hatred. It is very easy for us to become our own worst critic. It is very easy for us to be a pessimist to ourselves. Today, I want to encourage you all that it is time for you to rededicate your time and your effort to literally not, not just loving yourself, but overloving you, finding every beautiful thing about you, right? And I challenge you, for those of you all that say, but there is nothing beautiful about me. There's going to take some consistency in order for you to start knowing and noticing things about yourself. And while you think it might not be there, trust me when I say that it is, but it's going to take you being consistent. The same way that you would find yourself studying for a test is the same way that you've got to start studying yourself, learning yourself, not from the things that people have said, not from the things that have been done to you, but learning you for who you are, seeing yourself through God's eyes. After we do this reconstruction, start to rededicate your thought process the same way that you did when it came to reconstructing your mind to see yourself through God's eyes, right? So rededicating your time and your effort to overloving yourself, right? And when we talk about self-love and self-care, I'm not talking about loving yourself from a standpoint of posting a cute picture on social media showing people that you are at a spa or showing people that you are eating good and then hashtagging self-care. I'm talking in depth. When I'm speaking of self-care, I'm talking about being able to love you for every scar that you have, to love you in whatever physical state that you are in, even if you do change it, right? Even if you find yourself losing weight. But there are some areas where we can't change, right? When we talk about height, we talk about how we sound. Literally, the self-love that I am talking about, the self-care that I'm referring to is the one that has to do with you being able to love yourself no matter what season you are in. You being able to see the best in you, even in hellacious moments. I challenge you to understand and find out the truth that you are enough. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are talented. You are not stupid. You are not the negative words that you're 
your parents or your family members or old friends or people you thought were friends or people that you thought had your best interests at heart said about you. You are not the negative words. You are not the mistakes of those that came before you. You are so much more. You are the, look, come on, you are more than the sum of the past mistakes that you've made. Some of the things that you've gotten yourself into, you are more than that. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you are enough. So today, I challenge you all to release that negative thinking. And after you release that negative thinking, start to reconstruct your mind to see you the way God sees you. And then finally, after you release and reconstruct, it's time for you to rededicate your thought. It's time for you to rededicate your energy. And it's time for you to rededicate your mind to who you were always called to be. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not losing in life. You are not failing. You are simply between the dream. For those of you all that are new and don't know what Between the Dream is. Between the Dream is not just the title of a few of my books. It's a way of life. Between the Dream is literally the point between your present moment and your promise, which we call the process. Between the Dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. Please, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, if you want to leave a comment, do so. If you've got questions, you can email them at booking at richardtaylorjr.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Jr. For those of you all who want to call in, you can actually call in on the Anchor app. And when you do that, I can play your comments on the show and I can actually respond accordingly. Guys, I love you all. I want to see you win in everything you do. Let's go out here and win this week. I'll be back on Friday. Talk to you soon.